Okay, good afternoon everybody. Continuing our discussion of Erev Pesach falling out on Shabbos, I want to talk about the preparations that one may not do on Shabbos for Pesach. Particularly, um, it is a very good idea, you know, a lot of my rabbinic colleagues are pointing out to, uh, to, to the members of their shuls that we have a unique opportunity this year because that when it comes time for the Seder, we can actually be quite well rested. A person could take, you know, you're not coming off of a work day. A person can take, you're not coming off of the chaos of an era of, Pe- of a normal era of Pesach. You know, everyone's shul is going to be davening early that day. So you have a long afternoon where you could take a really nice nap on that Shabbos afternoon and you could be very fresh and awake for the night of the Seder. The question is, can you do that? Is that a violation of some sort of Isser? to sleep, Dafka, having in mind that you're sleeping for the Seder. The Mishabura writes that Lo Yomar Nelech Vinishon, a person should not say that let's go and go to sleep so that we will be able to do our Malacha on, on Motzai Shabbos. Because by doing that, you're demonstrating that the whole purpose of your resting is for the sake of a weekday. So it sounds from the Mishabura that to say that you're going to sleep on Shabbos for the sake of something that's after Shabbos sounds like pro- it's problematic. Meaning, can you tell your children on uh, Shabbos afternoon, you better rest, otherwise you're not going to be able to stay up for the Seder. Meaning, is that a violation of what this Mishabur is saying, that you're not allowed to rest for the sake of that which is going to come after Shabbos. This Mishabur is based on the Sefer Hasidim in Simen Reis Samach Vav, where the Sefer Hasidim writes, B'Shabbos lo yomar adam nishon kadeh shanasam lachtenu b'mosai Shabbos, that on Shabbos you shouldn't say, let's go to sleep so we could do Malacha Motsai Shabbos. Sha'asru Lomar Lemachar Esekach. That a person is not allowed to say that tomorrow we will do such and such, even if that such and such is writing a Sefer Torah, which is a mitzvah in the Torah. Because it looks like you're saying that you're resting for the sake of a weekday. What you should say is, we're going to take a rest. Why are we going to take a rest? Because it's Shabbos. And that's what you do on Shabbos. You rest on Shabbos. I think we had a time once about uh, sleeping on Shabbos and whether it's a mitzvah to dafka sleep on uh, on Shabbos. So there's what to discuss about that. Whether it's considered a mitzvah mamish or it's just stam, a regular form of uh, of oneg, but not an independent uh, Indian uh, or not a uh, you know a specific requirement of sleeping. So uh, I think we once had a time on that. But now we're talking about uh, when you when you when you when you express yourself as to why you're sleeping. So we have this mishabura based on the sefer chasid and that you're not supposed to express yourself that you're sleeping for the sake of the next day. The question is, why? What's the Isser? Where, where's the Isser? So the Pashtus, there are three possibilities. The Pashtus is the way of Shlomo Zalman Orbach understood in Shulchan Shlomo and Simon Reish Sadi, Seif Aleph Oztes, where he writes that even though there's nothing wrong with sleeping, and Adraba, sleeping is an Onek Shabbos, and it's a wonderful thing, but the Dibor is Usr. Saying it is Usr based on what the Shulchan Aruch writes in Simon Tov Tes Zayin, Seif Beis. The Shulchan Aruch talks over there about Eruve Tchumen, that if you're Konish Visa from Yom Tov to Shabbos. Let's say you have a Shabbos that follows a Yom Tov and you want to expand your Tchum Shabbos. So on Yom Tov you set out an Eruv Tchumen. So Shulchan Aruch writes over there in Simon Tav, Tezayin, Lo Yomar Klum. 
don't say anything when you put out the Erev Tchumen. Because you're not allowed to do any sort of preparation from Yom Tov to Shabbos or Shabbos to Yom Tov, even if all it is is Dibur and it's not even a Misa at all. So that, says Rosh Hashanah Arbach, seems to be the basis of this Sefer Chasidim, that saying the words is a violation of Hachana. However, one could argue that that's entirely different, meaning over there, by setting up an Eruv, the words that you say actually create a chalos. It generates a, uh, a, a, a halachic reality. Then now you have a Kenyan Shvisa. Then now you're going to be able to walk beyond more than 2,000 Amos. So maybe such, such a, a, a meaningful Dibur is going to be a Hachana and is going to be Aser. But over here where it's not any sort of chalos, you're just saying, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep so that I'll be able to stay up tonight. That's not any, um, any direct chalos uh, that's being created, and maybe that is not going to be a violation of hachana. Just like any time that, uh, that, 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 uh, that anything that's a toelas for Shabbos itself, even if you're doing it for the sake of Motsai Shabbos, normally you're allowed to do such things on Shabbos, but we do uh, refrain from saying the, why we're doing it. Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa, in the newest edition of Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa, Perachav Ches, Sif Tzadi Beis, says that you're allowed to learn, uh, you're allowed to study for a test on Shabbos, even though the test is going to be on a weekday. It's a test in matters of uh, Torah or whatever. You know, we're not talking about secular studies. Or to learn Megillah Esther, to know how to read it, because Purim is going to be after Shabbos. And it's not a violation of Hachana, because the Etzim Yediyah's HaTorah that you're gaining, or the Etzim Yediyah of how to read the Megillah, is valuable on Shabbos also. It has a Toelis on Shabbos also. But the Shemir Shabbos raises the question, are you allowed to do that for Limudechal? Meaning, if you have a test in Limudechal, is that going to be a violation? And he says, Amnam Vaday, Adam Das, Kodesh, he says, but realize, of course, that Shabbos is meant for Torah Hashem Tamima. You have, for example, in Orchus Rabbeinu, in Chelet Beis, page Kuv Lamed, Sif Yud Ches, that the stipler, you used to pass in that you're allowed to, uh, if, if, uh, if, if uh, you're, you're running low on clothing during the nine days, and you're going to need a lot more uh, unfresh clothing during the nine days. So on uh, the Shabbos of the nine days, you can, uh, or it's the Shabbos right before the nine days, you can keep changing your clothing throughout the Shabbos uh, because uh, even though your Iker Kavana is that you're going to have those cl- that clothing available to you in Yemos uh, but nevertheless since there's value in wearing clothing on Shabbos so it's valuable for Shabbos itself and you keep getting fresh clothing you keep freshening your clothing every hour so that's valuable for Shabbos itself even though that's not really your Kavana and really what you're trying to do is to set yourself up for the week however the Kavachayim in Tavkuf Nonal of Sivkat and Sadi Alf writes that if a person changes his clothing so many times over Shabbos, then it's Achana Hanikeres. Then it's obvious. Everyone who looks at you knows that you're doing that for a weekday, and that you're not allowed to do even without Amiri, even without any, uh, saying anything. But if Balavhachi, uh, you'd be taking off your clothing uh, because you're going to sleep or something like that, so then you can wear another beged when you get up from your, from your nap. You don't have to put on your same clothing when you get up from your nap if you're going to be able to, uh, by putting on another beged, you'll have more clothing prepared for during the week. And that's what Shulchan Shlomo writes in the Reich Sadi, Oz Gibel. Rav Nissim Karelitz disagrees, and he says, no, you shouldn't do any of this, any of this stuff, none of this shtick, because whatever you're allowed to wear on Shabbos, uh, that, t- that, uh, the, 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 that, um, uh, 
uh, during the nine days um, is, is, is only Mishum Kavad Shabbos. Meaning the fact that you're allowed to wear B'gadim Mechubasim, it's only for the sake of Kavad Shabbos. If you're changing your clothing over and over again, you're not doing that L'Kavad Shabbos. So if it's not being done L'Kavad Shabbos, it's going to be Asir. But bottom line is that the first approach tells us that the basis of this Mishabura, the basis of this Sefer Hasidim, is in Israel Hachana. I, the Maisa, is Hachana. Yeah, but the Maisa you're allowed to do on Shabbos. You're allowed to, you're allowed to take a rest on Shabbos. So we Asir just the saying that you're doing it for the weekday. That's a violation of Hachana. The Magen Avram sounds like it's not Hachana per se, it's a separatist called Vidaber Davar. That just like you're not supposed to talk about business matters during the week, you shouldn't talk about weekday issues. Not that you're actually preparing for the weekday, but one has to watch what they speak about. The Mechaber in Simon Shin Zayin Sif Aleph says that you're not allowed to say, I'm doing this thing for the sake of tomorrow because of the Isra of Daber Davar. The Magen Avram says, even if it's for Dvar Mitzvah, and he says the Makar of the of, of, of that halacha is a Sefer Hasidim. So you see that it's based on this sort of Daber Davar, not Hachana. A third possibility, the El Yarabah in Simon Shin Zayin Sifkat Nalav says, no, it's not Daber Davar. It's because if you say that you're going to sleep in order to write a Sefer Torah tomorrow, it seems like your sleep is not for the Kavod Shabbos, it's for something else, and that's a zilzul to Shabbos. What, Shabbos is not an important enough reason to have an Oneg on Shabbos, to enjoy your nap on Shabbos? That's not a good enough reason? You need to attribute it to something else, to something you're going to be doing the next day? According to the Ali Rabbah, that's going to be us, because you're showing that you're not doing it for the sake of Oneg Shabbos. So for example, uh, a nafkamina might be, if you're going to sleep with Dvar Mitzvah like the Seder, or like staying up all night on Shavuos, if Shavuos falls out on Sunday and Monday, so you want to take a nap on Shabbos, so you'll be able to stay up all night on Shavuos. According to the Magen Avram, it's Mutter, because it's not a Dibur Shalchal, it's a Dibur Shal Kedusho, Mitzvah. You're, Tzarche Mitzvah, you're allowed, to, uh, you're allowed to talk about on Shabbos, even if it's not a Shabbos-related Tzarche Mitzvah. You're allowed to be Mechash Mechash Mitzvah on, uh, on Shabbos. Tino Kulalando Sefer, right? L'Shadei Chabanos. You're allowed to do all of those things, even though it's not no gaya to the Shabbos. So if it's a Tzorach Mitzvah of a Seder, it's a Tzorach Mitzvah of staying up on Shavuos night, L'Chorah, that would be Mutter. But according to the El Yerabah, it's still going to be Asr because it's still a Zilzal to the Shabbos itself, meaning it's Ki'ilu, you're saying, by saying that I'm doing this for tonight, you're, it's Ki'ilu, you're saying, I'm not doing it for today. And that's a Zilzal of Shabbos to, uh, to not do it for the sake of Shabbos. But bottom line, it seems that everybody agrees that one is certainly permitted to take a nap. The question is what you're allowed to say. So can you tell your children, take a nap for the sake of the Seder? So you do have what to rely on, in fact, in, in, in the possibility that it's uh, that the whole Israel of, uh, of the Dibur is only um, uh, be, because it's uh, it's Daber Dovar, if you assume like that, Magin Avram, because that's Tzorich uh, Mitzvah. So you'd be allowed to say it. I saw in the Nite Gavriel's volume on uh, on on Erev Pesach Chal B'Shabes, he he paskins that you're allowed to tell your children. Uh, you're allowed to be ma'ayim. You can scare them uh, that they're not going to be allowed to stay up for the seder unless they take a nap uh, that day. Um, obviously, other matters of a chana you can't do. You're not allowed to set your table on Shabbos for the Seder, and that's uh, halachically challenging because you try to start the Seder as early as possible. You've got to get all Dalakosos in, according to the Shulchan. You need to get all Dalakosos in before Chatzos, ideally. Certainly the Afikoman, but really, ideally, all 
al chutzos. So, uh, so you want to start the seder as soon as possible. Some are, some rabbanim are suggesting to set the table before Shabbos and have your Shabbos meals, uh, you know, on your kitchen table or something like that. One could argue that that's a zilzal Shabbos, you know, to, to not uh, use the dining room for uh, for Shabbos. So you have all of these, uh, you know. So one has to be careful, you know, that you're not soaking your lettuce on uh, on Shabbos for the sake of the seder. You're not uh, preparing. You shouldn't take out the haggadas on Shabbos for the sake of the seder. If you want to learn a vart from the haggadah, so good, you can read a vart from the haggadah. It's Talmud Torah you're allowed to do. But to some, just take out the haggadah so you have them available for later. All of these matters of hachana would be problematic this coming Shabbos. Okay, everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and I guess are we having Shirim next week? Um, maybe we'll do Monday. Maybe we'll do Monday and we'll just leave it at Monday for next week, okay? So Monday, I don't think I'm going to be able to give uh, the Shir tonight. Um, uh, it's either Shabbos For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.